I so think it's, it's so it's damn funny. cool to see all the influencers there. Did you see Dustin's WRX the reveal? Oh my god, Lordy. did that thing go through a fucking transfer? That car has gone through a life. Hell and back. Hell and back. As and every WRX does. <laughs> All right, welcome back to another Martini Works podcast. We actually ended up firing Alex. He just wasn't performing too well. Yeah, so. just had to get rid of him. You know, sometimes you got to make those tough decisions. And yeah. Uh, yeah, that was just one that we had to make. Just so, kind of uh, the state of the world right yeah, now and how everything is. Kicked so. him out of Wisconsin, actually. He yeah. had to leave the state. Yeah, yeah, fired him, took his house. Yeah. Uh, we're at my house, though, because I just like mine more. But uh, <laughs> we're filming in my garage. If you're just listening in, it is a garage cast today on a cool, brisk Wisconsin day. It's actually not too bad, though, compared say, to what it was the last is couple it, days. Is it still a fall day, or is can we call it winter because it snowed? It's fall at my house right now. I think it's winter. It's winter at, at my house. Yeah, yeah I was surprised. <laughs> I, I haven't left my house in like three days because it snowed, and I yeah. hate the snow. Yeah, uh, so fair. like I drove like over the bridge to get to the side of the town and it was like nice over here and there's no snow left. And I was like, what the hell? I'm moving. Yeah. Well, one day, <laughs> but, uh, appreciate you guys being here as always. Make sure to like comment and subscribe. That stuff helps a ton. If you're listening onto a platform like Spotify or Apple podcasts, drop a rating. Cause that helps boost us up too. And yeah. we all like boost Getting into today's podcast, we have some good subjects. We have stuff going on like SEMA. Yes. SEMA's going on. That's actually where Alex is. No, we we fired him. I I might hire him back if he makes good content. (laughs) Yeah, there we go. Uh, Yeah, so SEMA's going on right now, SEMA 2023. Before we get into it, I don't know if you... You might have noticed and just not saying anything because you're a nice guy, but I have detrimental news. Um, What? I put new wheels on the Jetta. Okay. I just completely fucked my fender. It's no. completely fucked. No, Dakota, no. Dude, I'm what? so upset. Okay, so like, <laughs> yes, they're meaty tires that I put on there. It's a daily driver set. I want some meat on there. I knew it was going to rub. All the wheels I put on my cars rub. Like, it, it just yeah. happened. I'm used to it. Oh, no. The thing is, like, I normally, like, roll my fenders right away. And with oh. this one, I didn't. And I was just like, well, whatever. It'll be a few weeks, and I'll, I'll get them rolled, and it'll rub a little bit, and that's fine. And it truly... What's not rubbing bad? Well, <laughs> I grabbed some McDonald's for lunch. I oh, get home. I pulled happened. in. My, yeah, I pulled in my driveway, and I just hear some really good rubbing. Oh yeah, I was like, whoa, nice. okay, woof. And uh, get out of the car and look, and just the inner fender, like that lip, yep, is blown outwards. No, and facing the outside it of the tire, grabbed it, and all the paint is gone on the outside of my fender too, because. Right in that spot, that area, it's kind of like a blessing in disguise, I guess, because uh, it was bubbling a little bit from okay. some rust that yeah. was underneath yeah, it. Yeah. So, like, that paint was not holding on the way it was. So, the rubbing plus that bent yep. it out, all that paint. Poof. So, yeah, I'll be looking for a uh, new fender. Uh, I was going to say, for a uh, I, I know a guy that is a very amateur paint guy that can do a black fender, maybe, possibly. Oh, shit. If you want some practice, I got the perfect piece for you. I mean, yeah, I would I would still get another one because I'll probably fuck it up. But uh, yeah. I'm convinced at this point it can't really be listen, worse. Listen, you <laughs> buy the other one. Yeah, I'll junkyard it. When, it won't be yeah, bad. when you, uh, when, I'll grab that one from you. And then if I fix it, you can just sell one of them. Yeah, bada bing, bada boom. And if I fuck it up, then oh well. Fuck it up, fuck I'll it probably up. fuck it up. Yeah, uh, so like before you came here, I had a pry bar in between my tire and my fender and i bent it all back in so that's probably why you didn't notice too much if you i was gonna say i i 
I, I noticed the paint. Yeah. I was like, oh, maybe that was like that. I uh-uh. No. All right. Well, it looked way worse, so I, I bent it all back with a pry bar. Yeah. That... <laughs> <laughs> That's the way so, to do it. That's some. That is some fucking Mark IV energy. If I I've know, ever seen it. I know. It's it's an ongoing project. Anyways, now that we got that out of the way, and I feel <laughs> a little bit better telling people. Just kidding. I feel way worse. Um, let's talk about SEMA 2023 because I have seen some super weird stuff coming out of there, and stuff is shifting. Super weird. Yeah. Okay. It seems like the focus, from what I've seen, I mean, I shouldn't say the focus, but way more of the focus mm-hmm. is on EV swaps. And swapping cars over okay. to EVs. I seen a Ferrari. Richard Rollins is Ferrari. Oh, yeah. Is it a Testarossa? Yeah, yeah. Is it with the one with the center seat? I believe it's white. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it has a center mm-hmm. seat. Weird. <laughs> uh, I don't know if I'm really for this whole trend EV of conversion. Yeah, thing. and like it's a it's multiple booths. You're yeah. seeing regular cars swapped over to EV, and then mm-hmm. people pitching the idea of selling like the swap kits. Yeah, or something to. Ah, see, that's I get it from the 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 aspect of coming to it where it's like we're making stuff to make your EVs faster, yeah, or something like that. You know, like the well, they're already fast as hell. I know, but yeah, the I guess you know selling like swap kits for some pretty you know, legendary cars and stuff like a look at it, like a Testarossa and stuff like that. Like EV swap. Like, that's almost Is that the future? Is we're gonna take all these cars and just drop EVs in them? I ain't fucking doing that. If anything, yeah. I'm taking EVs and dropping LSs in them or that's, something. That's what know? I'm saying. Like we are not really interested. <laughs> that's what in I, I want. So, yeah, I wanted to I'm see like a, who the market is for. Like who are these people that are like, oh I gotta do an EV swap. Is it people just chasing like I don't know. Because like I could see it we're coming at it from to where it's like, oh we did it. You know, it's cool. Mm-hmm. Like we did it, but like coming at it from where it's like, uh, oh no, we're gonna sell these kits so you can do it too. It's like that's an odd choice. I feel like, right? Yeah, that's that's weird. Well, I remember, I can't. I think it was SEMA two years ago. Mm-hmm. We went and Ford announced its EV crate engine. So it's like not new. Yeah. It's not yeah. new, but now it's like getting normalized. Where like bunch of vendors are pushing it, but it's like who are they pushing it to? Who is going to sell these and who's going to buy these? <laughs> They're going to shove mass it down our throats. Produce or, yeah. That's I, weird. I don't know who the consumer is because I feel like car people, at least not yet, aren't in the mindset yeah, of I would oh, say I want an EV swap. I mean, I hate to speak for the masses here, but I would say yeah, the majority of like car enthusiasts, you know, aren't too hyped by the whole EV train yet. No, that's you know it's kind of we're kind of see I at don't least personally you know a little standoffish of it. It's like okay if they're out there like cool that's fine yeah. but you know like the shift that we've seen with the entire industry throughout the last five years is everyone's like we are doing nothing but EVs now and this is all we're gonna do and this is a huge switch that we're doing um, and that's where it gets a little you know a bitter taste in my mouth before it it it, it is just being forced down everyone's That's throat what I'm so saying. like i don't especially mind especially now that it's coming in like the aftermarket version of like oh well you can you can swap your mark four yeah. jetta with this ev conversion oh, kit maybe why <laughs> Just maybe it leaks a lot of fluids okay so so the there's your target demographic <laughs> there's the target demographic but like i i don't mind evs i i'm happy they exist yeah, i'm glad yeah, yeah. that is the future that's fine yeah i don't care about that but i just don't see taking our antiques <laughs> swapping them over but there's a lot of cool stuff at sema too it's not just mm-hmm. all evs no uh, i just seen from what i was looking at before this and what i'm seeing online mm-hmm. is just a lot more uh of 
vendors and stuff backing it and having like Rivians right. in Which their booths and yeah, stuff like, like that. That's who fine. has. Oh, Turn Fourteen had a Rivian that was like dumped and well, not dumped. I want to say dumped. It was lowered okay. and on like some big ass wheels, uh, and that was like their booth car. And it's like you know that you can see the progression moving forward yeah, yeah. as EVs become these booth cars. Um, and then what's really cool too is Alex has his Nissan Z there. Yeah, that's the, in a booth. Alpha Rex booth. Yep. Got some crazy headlights yeah. <laughs> uh, put in it. So really neat that Alex got the opportunity to put his car. I, they asked first if uh, they wanted the Jetta, and I said, uh, listen, I just put new headlights in it, so sorry. Uh, yeah. But I do have a friend. Uh, his name's <laughs> He's Alex. got like a Z or something, I he guess. He has one uh, of those new uh, 350Zs, if you want to put that. So they took it, and that's really cool to see. Uh, TJ Hunt unveiled a new Bunch of cars. M4 GT3 <laughs> thing. was insane. Let's talk about Lee it. high <laughs> off the ground. <laughs> so, <laughs> no, I'm just playing. I, so, yeah, I, well, I know that the Internet currently at the time of filming this has been like blowing up about this. And the comment sections have just been a fucking shit show, uh, to say the least. Um, but, yeah, by looking at it, the the height, like the wheel gap is really high. Yeah, really, really high. And at first it, it threw me off so far or like bad, I should say. Yeah. Um, when I. F- first saw it, like i saw it, like he posted the video they like unveiled it. i was like whoa whoa <laughs> it's like what the hell and i was like oh no he's got the air jacks up or something yeah it wasn't up they were i up. did see a photo of it with air jacks yeah up and th- it was even higher <laughs> <laughs> the car looks absolutely insane and yeah, that is a that was an absolute beast of a project mm-hmm. um i just think so so here's the thing i i, I went so I immediately i was like what the hell is going on with this went yeah. and like rewatched like the or like caught up with the videos um and just started like looking in into this, and that's just how it is. Like it's just that's, the fitment. So you know, like because immediately two things. It's like we've seen you know GT cars race. Like we mm-hmm. we've been to the IMSA races. We've been to Laguna. Like we've we've seen these cars. Like like they don't look like that. So I'm like, right. okay, well maybe it's just like the kit or like how it's. No, it is straight up a combination of the kit. Like on the M4 GT3 car, yeah. it sits really fucking high too. Really? Yeah, especially in the rear. And then uh, a lot of, in his video, and then a lot of people were backing it up, too, is saying that, like, that car, the way it sits, like, because it wasn't, like, it's not a specific built race car like those cars right, are. Right, right. It was just a, a factory car. car turned into taken yeah. it. So, like, the diff sits at a certain level, and it's already, Ooh. like, it's already sitting pretty low to the ground. So, it's, Same. like, lowering yeah. it even more. Uh, could cause some issues and just like the rest of the car. So like the rest of the suspension components and underside of the car is still regular M4, obviously. So it's, you know, in right. the, in the actual race cars, that's a little more modified uh, back there that helps out a little bit. But yeah, even just looking at some of the pictures of the actual GT3 cars, it looks very similar, honestly. Gotcha. I would say that they maybe could have gone with a little thicker tire. That might have helped a little yeah. bit, but... Yeah, still an insane car regardless of the oh, dude, the height but it, the amount of work that went into that car and like how well everything was done mm-hmm. i mean my god i know they ran into so many freaking issues along the way like trying to just fit that on there because yeah. it's not supposed to go on there so yeah right, right. Um, yeah hats off to anyone that had a hand in the build of that car because it is crazy and it did turn out really good um dude i think I, the internet needs to chill a little bit they need to just yeah. Look into things a little bit. I mean, yeah, it, it was like I said, shocked me. For I sent it to you right away. I was yeah. like, "Yo, what the hell is going on with this thing?" Um, yeah, just the way she goes, the way sometimes. the cookie crumbles sometimes. Huh? Interesting. Well, 
uh, on the other hand, I seen Dustin Williams, I think, brought every single one of his cars. <laughs> it has been felt like it really has been like an influencer takeover. Uh, but I think there, that's what it should awesome. be. Yeah, I, I think 100 percent should be that those are the people that are not only influencing the automotive scene, um, but are pushing it to the right. next level and doing some of the crazy stuff. So I think it 100 percent makes sense yeah, for because, I mean, you look back before like youtube really blew up you had all the guys from the tv shows building cars you had like yep. you know chip foos out there well obviously for like a long time but yep. um you know you had all those guys building the crazy sema cars i remember watching like uh the richard rawlings and stuff like that building cars for sema and they like unveil it there and stuff like that so it's really cool to see just i don't want to say like regular people but you know just other car enthusiasts being able to experience kevin uh from over in uh, yeah, kevin minnesota Bo. he's in the alpha x booth as well i believe um, so he's got his GR86 over there, which is awesome. I'm trying to think, was it the Alpha X booth? No, because he had I, he had the headlights put in too. Oh, I so thought it was maybe, maybe it was Tony Shock booth. Oh, is it? I think so. Maybe I think, but he also had uh, the headlights put in as well. Mm. But maybe partnered with them or something. I remember yeah, he had a ton of parts rolling. In. Yeah, super that, cool. No, yeah, I so think it's, it's so it's damn cool neat. to see all the influencers there. Did you see Dustin's WRX the reveal? Oh my god, Lordy. did that thing go through a fucking transformation? That car has gone through a life hell and back hell and back as and every wrx does <laughs> <laughs> and uh yeah it was Sometimes super it was hell. super cool to see that because obviously that was one of the cars that really sparked the channel and like he, yeah you know he's really built a lot it. off of and it's super cool to see that he kept it um and was able to really build it up to what he really really wanted love you know? the color that orange was oh, sick on there with that so good it was a veil side kit yep. wasn't it yep. oh my god no uh varus oh you're right yeah because i remember he always wanted the front bumper yeah and so he got yeah. the front bumper and he made it work with the kit that he had and you're i remember right. he had to have some like custom pieces made yep. and things like that so it's super cool to see he got the full kit now it like, looks fucking it looks sick. incredible it looks really good and i love to see that it is like a bright different color that i yeah. haven't really seen a lot of people go with reminds me of the, the frs absolutely like that burnt orange color so a lot of you listening i guess it's a little late to do this but if you haven't been to sema or don't fully understand what it is or maybe just think it's a car show yes it's a car show but not really it's more of a place right. for vendors uh to meet and talk business essentially sell each <laughs> other on parts or marketing or whatever yeah. so that's why it's it's not actually open to the general public yeah and Technically, you're supposed to be like some way in the automotive industry involved in it to get a pass. There's a lot of loopholes with that. And there's a lot of the general public there, which is fine. (laughs) Whatever. I don't care. If you really wanted to go to SEMA, you could probably go. to. Oh, yeah. Yeah. A hundred percent. You could. Yeah. There are ways around it. Uh, It's really neat. You walk your legs off. Uh, I feel like I mean, I'm not there this year, so I don't want to talk too much on it. But it seems like it's been a little bit of a decline in attendance and some companies dropping out some maintaining staying there doing it big it just seems like after covid the first time yep um a lot of companies well they didn't go because they shut it down they didn't do it and then i think a lot of companies were like Like, damn we saved a hell of a lot of money this super (laughs) expensive to get a booth we didn't go and sales Mm. are kind of like the same (laughs) like you know so i think they were just able to figure out ways uh, around it um but again a lot of companies did stay a lot of big like the toyo booth looks absolutely insane like toyo it does booth, every year yeah the toyo booth every year has just has the most the most did insane caliber of builds that you see i josh freeman seen from vaded mod that, i did oh i did my see god that i i knew his car was going out there and then i got hit with a tiktok today um 
and he was like going over like all the cars in the Toyo booth, and like Josh's car was out. I was like, holy shit! I didn't realize it was going in the Toyo booth. Yeah, because like I I feel like that's like the most, if not one of the most prestigious like their booth is just always insane. It's massive, and yeah. the caliber of cars that are in it are like insane. Yeah, um, but yeah, the, the beautiful. engine bay is. Fucking insane. Mm. Also, dude, what I've seen a lot, I'm going to keep preaching it. I've seen this on a bunch of other cars, sure. is that style we talked about with the lowrider inspired. I've yep. seen a lot of Coming paint over. jobs on the exterior, yep. uh, engine bays, and just engravings, things like that. Dude, it's all over. SEMA. I'm loving it. I'm loving yeah, it. I think it looks super sick. A lot of people are doing it really tastefully, doing it extremely yeah, like well. Like you said, that was that was the biggest thing. How how And someone figured it out. They cracked the code. And I think, like you said, it is like the little things. Uh, like even when we went to Gatlinburg, people had like their valve covers like hand yep. painted and, and stuff like that, which was really, really neat. So, yeah, loved seeing that kind of style and influence come over a little bit. Um, and it's cool to see how it was executed. But, yeah, no, I agree with you. I, I know the last few years of SEMA, I haven't been in a couple of years. Um, but, you know, Alex has been and talking to people that have gone. They say that, you know, maybe dwindled down a little bit. Mm -hmm. um, so it'll be interesting to see what the future holds for that. But I think, you know. They're still doing some really, really cool stuff. I think bringing people uh, like all the automotive names um, and social media and influencers or whatever you want to call it uh, in is just driving even more buzz around it, which is awesome because it's, it's getting people, you know, like you and me excited for it. even if, you know, I wasn't a part of what we do and in right. the industry per se, you know, it's like it would still be. I'd still be just as excited to follow along with that story and potentially go see that as well. So. Absolutely. Yeah, it's super neat, super cool event. I think, like, if you have the opportunity in some way, shape, or form, I think everyone should go to SEMA yeah. at least once um, because it it is absolutely insane. You see some of the craziest stuff. And I'm really excited, too. We'll have to talk to Alex once he gets back. Obviously, we'll get him on the podcast when he's mm -hmm. back um, to hear a lot of vendors usually announce stuff at SEMA like, hey, yeah. this is kind of what we're planning to do for next year. Here's some new products, new lines, right. uh, things like that coming out. And I, I seen Koenig was teasing some stuff with their wheels. They're doing That'd like a cool. new like center lock type deal, yeah. almost like the 1552 okay. right. similar thing. Um, I did see, because I've been keeping an eye on like the social stuff too, because usually they unveil it there, they, they'll they announce it to, you know, on Instagram, Facebook, wherever. Um, Fortune Auto, dabbling into the off-road scene a little bit. Oh, I did see that. Yeah, see coming that. out with some uh, some aftermarket lifted components for, uh, what did they say, the uh, Forerunner and Tacoma. So, pfft huge step there i don't yeah. you know haven't dabbled into that much and uh i think that'll be massive for them definitely yeah it's a huge untapped market for them really interesting um ferrari f430 is kind of smelly though <laughs> just figure i could throw that in because i don't have a guy here to chirp back at me about it <laughs> Gotta That's take fair. those opportunities while you can. <laughs> gotta take those yeah. opportunities while he's you gonna, can. He's gonna watch this podcast and we're just gonna get like absolutely <laughs> roasted the next one or something. Yeah. He's gonna he's gonna be writing notes down. <laughs> uh, he's too busy. Yeah. <laughs> Is there anything you seen at SEMA that kind of stood out to you? Uh, I, I'm still kind of in the because it's going on right, right now. Right. Um, more and more stuff coming out every day here. Um, I guess coming back on the uh, going back to TJ a little bit. The Street mm -hmm. Hunter. Um, they released a new body kit for the first gen uh, FRS BRZ. They threw okay. it on Kelvin's. They res talk about a car resurrection there um, coming from the rally backer kit that was on it. Still yep. like the rally backer kit, but, yep. uh, you know, car was kind of sitting for a while and they uh, developed a new version, new body kit 
for the first generation BRZ FRS. Cool. Like Looks that. really good. I think it kind of reminds me, it took like a little inspiration, I feel, from that 326 power one, like the Gundam. Oh looking yeah, one because the the rear the rear quarters have a lot more like a sharper edge to it on the rear, uh, but I think it flows really well. I think it looks really good. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's cool. Yeah, I, I wish we were there to see it, but we're mm-hmm. stuck here and it's chilly. He didn't even ask. Oh. He didn't ask if we wanted to go. Yeah, he knew we wouldn't go. <laughs> he knew we wouldn't go this yeah. year. Too tight of a budget this year. You know what I'm saying? We had them budget builds. <laughs> I was fucking pen- pinching pennies to get my hub centric rings. They yeah. were ten bucks. There you go. What you got? Woof. <laughs> we're going places, baby. We're going places. <laughs> uh, hopefully, like you said next year, maybe. maybe the Jetta will probably be there next year. I, I would. I would hope so. Actually, you know what? I don't want to put the miles on it. That's Even funny. if it was on a trailer, I just don't want it traveling that far. And like, right. it's kind of putting miles on it. Yeah, still, exactly. So that and it's like you'd have just, to get like an enclosed trailer because you want to keep it nice. Yeah. And so it, like, it barely has any miles. What's it like? One hundred forty thousand miles. It's fucking it's untouched, baby. basically. Yeah. So really don't want to be putting any traveling miles. on. I'll probably just keep it in the garage next year. Never mind. That's fair. That's fair. Do you have any plans for your cars over winter that you're doing? Are you starting anything yet? Oh. Or are you still in this weird in between fall winter phase? Uh. Yeah, it's kind of in the in-between phase right now. I've been spending a lot of time just getting shit ready for the winter. Um, but yeah, the 240 needs Jesus this winter. Um, went to the closer for uh, Club FR up at US Air a couple weeks ago. Uh, attempted to, anyway. Car made it there and back fine. Um, but I am just running into constant brake issues with the car. It was, uh, I don't know if it's the booster going on. I still haven't been able to fully diagnose it, but we worked on it. I ran like two laps, had like almost like the pedal, like wasn't it like it wasn't going to the floor or anything, but just like nothing was biting on the brakes. Like there was something wrong with it. We, we spent majority of the day bleeding the brakes, looking at stuff, running through line, like just seeing like what was going on. Pretty sure that it has something to do with. Uh, the booster or something, um, but eventually I just wasn't able to to drive the car, so that kind of sucked. And you know, spending that kind of money and then you know the time up there to just work on the car all day and not even drive it really sucks. So um, yeah, I think this winter I'm I'm gonna go full in and just look over everything and fix as many things as I can. So I have plans for redo pretty much the entire brake system. I want to get rid of the hydro that's in it. Were you going to delete the booster, the brake booster, or did you I, decide against I it? I thought about it. I think I decided against it. Okay, because um, I was really nervous because like, I was like, man, this dude really <laughs> hates boost. Just naturally Any aspirated boost. everything, including brakes. Yeah, yeah. Do not bring up <laughs> boost around me or I'll delete it. Um, yeah, th- people people say that there is a benefit to it. Um, I just so weird. kind of don't want to really fuck with it at this point if i can just swap it out for a new right. one and absolutely um be a little bit cheaper uh the conversion kits and stuff can get a little pricey because you gotta get like a new master cylinder that kind of stuff um but yeah so i want to go through the entire brake setup i want to just get in there and just figure out if there's anything else wrong with it i want to address oh the that's cooling. a dangerous game i know cooling system i want to address um just just get everything so i know when i take the car to the track that it's going to do what I want to do because the last couple of events, it was just majority of the time chasing down issues and trying to and solve them. And that's no fun. And that sucked. Yeah, that's absolutely no fun. Well, I think we're coming up to our first break here. So what I want to say was I've been doing some mods. Yeah. One of my most recent ones was Continental DWS 06 Pluses that I put <gasps> on the Jetta. 
They're so good that the tread caught my fender even just ripped her up. <laughs> Gripping everything. Yeah, right? gripped the fender right out of the... <laughs> anyway. No, just kidding. That was my fault. I actually, I could have probably sized down a little bit, but I wanted some meats. I wanted some meats on her for daily driving. Get some cushion for the pushing. Is that... Okay. <laughs> Anyways, uh, yeah, I've loved them. It actually snowed a ton here in Wisconsin. Like, there was just one day, woke up, boom, winter storm, Halloween. and it was just like snowing 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 and i was like you know what i'm gonna go test these out and i went and drove the jetta in the snow dude going from those stock tires that were 10 years old to these dws 06 pluses absolutely insane they did so well i've the confidence it gives you when you can drive on good tires i know like tires aren't like the most fun mod to do because like it doesn't really change the look necessarily right. besides tread pattern of your car but, dude, it is one of the best feeling mods that you can do on your car, and I'm so stoked. And at this point, I literally have, like, the lineup. I have ECS 02s, yeah. Viking Contact 7s. Yep. So I have summer, winter, and all season there now with the DWS 06 You're ready plus. to rip. So a huge shout-out to Continental. They are the official tire of the Martini Works podcast. Um, and the only reason we allowed that to happen is because we actually genuinely love them and enjoy the product. Because that's what this is all about, baby. It's not about promoting stuff we don't like. It's about promoting the stuff we love. So we love you, Continental. Uh, thank you for sponsoring the podcast. And we're going to take a break. And when we come back, we're going to talk a little bit about lowering your car uh -oh. and things you need to look out for, like fenders and fender rolling. <laughs> Like How weird. All right, welcome back. Let's talk a little bit about lowering your car dump in that bitch, kissing the pavement with your front bumper. Oh. Maybe not that much, but regardless, <laughs> uh, whether you're on lowering springs, coilovers, however you choose to lower your car, maybe it's even with air suspension, there are some tips and tricks that we've learned mm -hmm. along the way uh, that we think could probably help you out. Rule, uh, rule number one, uh, roll them damn fenders immediately. <laughs> yeah, Just don't barely, wait. Don't think uh, you can put on your aftermarket wheels after being lowered. And a little bit of rubbing's okay, because I just learned the hard way today. I'm going to confess something. I'm ready to hear it. I've never rolled fenders in my life. Weak specs. Yeah, probably. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the only the only car that I've really had like super aggressive fitment with was the RX-8, and yeah. it has over fenders, and I just had to trim a lot of them. Oh, you just the cut them in I instead cut of... It, cut, it, cut it right off. With air suspension, I think people... Uh, Make a big stink out about it, um, but it's really not that bad. Install is not that bad. Do it right the first time. Biggest tip. I think we've said that before. Um, if you're thinking about air ride, I'd say do it. That's another thing. I think everyone should experience aftermarket air suspension on their car at least once. Sure. Just to see. Just to try it out. So then you can Drop have a, a good couple opinion. Grand just to see. It, I guarantee <laughs> you. Yeah, right. No, I, I get it. But like, if I guess this is more for the people that are on the fence about it. Mm. Um, I say do it. If, if you're thinking about it, I'd say do it because chances are, I think you'll really like it. Like probably it's, it's good. I I've had it on a lot of my cars. I've ran it and I enjoy it. And sometimes I really miss it, especially in the Supra with like the front lip and getting into certain restaurants or my driveway or mm -hmm. shit like that. It's like, man, I kind of wish I was on air right now. I'm just <laughs> aired up, but coilovers obviously have their place too. Oh yeah, definitely. And you know, we, we just did the video on uh, taking the RX-8 on the track yeah uh which was fun um just to kind of show that you can still have fun with a car on air suspension if you have it set up correctly and installed correctly you really shouldn't have any issues with it there is a lot of stigma about air suspension out there At the end of the day it's really your choice if you want to deal with it or not or 
you know, want to go that route. But yeah, I've, I've experienced all three versions of lowering a vehicle in my life from lowering springs, yep. coilovers to air suspension. Um, I would say coilovers are going to be your, your least biggest headache of stuff to really deal with. Um, it's really simple. You take the old stuff out, put the new stuff in, um, it air suspension, it's pretty much things. that and running some airlines and wiring but the wiring is about as much as hooking up like an aftermarket the hardest radio, part so. of air suspension is just figuring out your trunk setup that that's the hardest yeah part. The, i very very true because i still have yet to really figure that and out. the only reason it's hard is just because you have to think of like a you gotta be practical way yeah. Yeah, you want it to look nice but you want it to be practical mm -hmm. and if you're not like super handy with like i don't know woodworking or however you're gonna it, make it a trunk be a little tough yeah, yeah it can be kind of tricky it's not the end of the world like my focus i just did a super basic one i had my factory carpet in there mm -hmm. i bolted my um tank to the carpet and then uh i think i had a little foam piece that was underneath it that sure. supported it and then uh i took my spare tire out and i just mounted my compressors to the spare tire compartment yeah uh, it was fine it, it didn't look fancy or anything but it was practical it did the job and it never right. bothered me Obviously, you can spend as much time and money as you want with an air setup. Yeah, in the, back. The, the biggest thing is you just don't want it moving. Yeah, that, that's the biggest thing. You don't want yeah. things shifting around, flying around back there. So. That's when you can kink a line, you can disconnect <laughs> the line. You can, can happen yeah. very, very fast. I will say, lowering springs absolutely slept on nowadays. Yeah, hundred I mean, percent. I was gonna say that too. Like, if you're on a budget and you really just want to clean up your wheel gap a little mm -hmm. bit, don't be afraid to do lowering springs. Yeah. Don't let people talk shit about it. You know, like, no, they're not gonna dump your car, but it'll clean up the wheel gap right. a lot yeah because like even for like the good. even for like my, my daily here and stuff like that it's on bcbrs i love them they, they've been doing great for two years now um but yeah it's like i i could go way lower but i just haven't because it is the daily and it's like man you know i could have just gone with like a set of like h and r springs or something like that but um and nowadays you can maintain your active damping in that, cars like the civic si the toyota like, supra stuff like that that has that you can maintain mm -hmm. it because you're just replacing the spring yeah. rather than the whole strut that, that is a in. very overlooked thing too because yeah especially with like a lot of like the domestic cars and stuff like you look at like camaros and stuff like that uh i would say majority of those owners are putting lowering springs on they're not fucking with coils they're not doing anything like that because of you know they really like the was it the mag ride? Mag oh yeah, mag they have the like, ride or yeah, whatever it is that's on there. Super crazy um, expensive <laughs> yeah. engineered suspension. So so yeah, you can maintain all that stuff yet by just swapping out the springs because even even too, I remember with like the super here, um, a lot of the times if you rip that stuff out and you put in a new set of coilovers, some you had to spend even more money to get the fucking cancelers. Were three hundred dollars for my Supra, and they were three hundred dollars for our Civic Si when I looked into them. So it's, it's about standard, at least at this yeah. point in time, at the time of recording, it's about three hundred bucks on top of your thousand dollar plus coilovers. Yeah. So it's like holy, just fuck. because if you don't have um, the canceler to bypass that, what it well like, throws a million messages at yeah. you. Shit gets weird. It's just nice to have the can not a hundred percent needed, but it dude lights on my dash annoy the fuck out of me. <laughs> Even if I know what they're for and it yeah. is nothing, it still annoys me, which is a miracle that I can drive a Volkswagen still because I was gonna say that. it's like every day. Anyway, new light. Um, <laughs> uh, what I was gonna say though too, uh, one thing I hear with lowering springs all the time is. Well, you put lowering springs on your factory struts, and you're gonna you're gonna blow them out right away. You have to get aftermarket struts with your lowering springs. And technically, yes, I think you will wear through your factory struts struts slightly quicker. But we, me and you both know, you're not gonna drive the car for the next hundred thousand miles. You're gonna get a new car. You're gonna do something with it. 
And yeah, yeah. anyways, at that point, like by then you probably want to upgrade to coilovers anyways. By the time they actually do right. wear out, it would just be worth an upgrade anyways. And what? You're fucking 400 bucks into a set of lowering springs? Not even. I think they're like 200. It's not like your struts are going to blow out next year. Right. Maybe if you have a 200,000 mile car and then you put lowering springs on it, sure, that might be a little bit different, but you'll be fine if you put lowering springs on your factory struts. I promise it'll It'll be be okay okay for a while. And so it's a great option. If you're really worried about it, you can go get some like Coney Yellows or something like that or freaking Bill Steens or some little OEM plus upgrade, you'll be fine. Yeah, 100%. Um, again, if you guys are interested in any of this, too, hit us up at martiniworks.com. We can help we you get stuff. suspension for your car. Uh, we have Fortune Auto live on the website right now, so you can go look for that yourself. Uh, we're working on getting BC. And then anything else you need, like if you wanted H&R or KW or whatever, you can shoot us a message mm-hmm. and we'll get that for you. Also, sorry for the big plug here, but I, I've gotten a lot of comments on this hoodie. This is like our founder's hoodie. It's not the official name of it, but these are all the original brands that <laughs> like came a race on board. Team hoodie, yeah. yeah, to partner with us from the get-go. So you'd see Fortunato, BBS, Continental. Uh, these were all brands that supported us right out of the gate, which yep. was absolutely huge because they didn't need to do that. So we wanted to make this. So if you guys do want to show support and be like, yo, I was here from the beginning. This is the hoodie to get. This is going to be a nice hoodie. This is going to be the OG Martini Works hoodie. And yeah, it's super nice. It is a little more expensive because mm-hmm. we wanted to make this special we didn't just want to slap this on a generic hoodie and call it a day like no, this it is, is a big deal for us quality hoodie um yeah i really like it i would recommend if you do pick up size up get one size mm-hmm. bigger mm-hmm. it just runs it's meant to be like a more slender foot i like my hoodies a little a little loose yeah. so i sized up one i would recommend sizing up one if you do order it uh, but you can check that out at martini works it's live on there i took the photos check them out they're kind of sick even though they had to be of alex so quick question yeah, yeah what if there was like one thing that you've learned after all these years modifying lower cars yeah you know what what is one thing that you have learned that like anytime you install suspension or modify suspension you're like need to do this gonna do this learn the hard way yeah uh it i mean it's a multitude of things i would say the most basic must haves must do's get an alignment after you do it sure i know some people around here don't always do that. Anyways, uh, hub-centric rings with your wheels. I guess that's not really to lowering, but that can help, too, with a lot of things. I, generally, if you're lowering the car, you're putting on aftermarket wheels. Um, and then do it right the first time. Focus on the installation. Don't whip through it. Really take the time. Like, I know we all want to get it done instantly, or maybe it's like your main car. <laughs> you need to plan it out to for like a weekend don't do it on a wednesday at 6 p.m <laughs> when you're off of work and then you got to drive to work at 6 a.m yeah because guess what you're going to be wrapping the car up at 5 a.m yeah and it's going to happen just do it right i promise you your life will be so much better if you just take the time to do it patiently mm-hmm. use the right tools yeah and do it with a buddy uh, maybe someone that's done it before if it's your first time just so they can help you walk through it uh because installation whether it's air suspension or coilovers or lowering springs installation is almost more important than anything else and then understanding the strut too like uh, if you have coilovers and knowing your preload and stuff like that a lot of coilovers don't come with your preload set yes so i'm gonna say my number one biggest thing i guess i'll just over our is installation spend the time on it focus on it um whatever set of coilovers you go with 
you'll be all right. You just need to watch an install video or two. Yeah. Um, I think preload's a huge one, too, because I never really understood that when I was first getting yeah. into it. It and is kind of like, confusing. You, you look at a coilover, and it's like, oh, well, I know that the height adjusts, and you just start cranking things down. It's like, oh, it's getting shorter. This is what I want. And then you're like, Man, this <laughs> thing rides like it. shit. These yeah. coilovers suck. And it's like, no, you just crank no, up you your suck. preload. For you suck. The fucking sky high. Um, yeah, there are... There are um, actual parameters that you want to set that to and in typically um i know like uh, when i installed the fortune autos on my 240 uh they had a reference chart that you could went to or go to online it was on their website um and it gave you a range of preset that you can you know comfortably adjust and go uh with and yep. it's felt perfectly fine but yeah uh it's something that you definitely want to take a look at because if you set it too high um, you're going to have a bad time. And if you don't set it at all, you're going to have a lot of noises in bad time. Yeah. A hundred percent. Take a look at your preload. That's huge. If you're installing coilovers for the first time. Also, I have become a big advocate of just getting some sort of aftermarket sway bar end link. If you're yeah. doing coilovers or you're dropping the car uh, a decent amount, mm-hmm. aftermarket sway bar end links are usually pretty cheap or even just getting a new set because I remember working on the FRS, dude. Oh, my God. We were installing those coilovers, and the way that those specific sway bar end links are designed, you got to put, like, the, the hex uh, Allen wrench into yeah, it so and then get a wrench clean. on the backside. Well, they just stripped instantly because, yeah. like, the, the freaking so- – the wall of that hex head is so freaking thin, and you get, like, any bit of corrosion, and it just spins. Um, you're going to – we had to, like, eventually just, like, cut it off. Um and then finding new sway bar end links at like 10 p.m. Obviously not going to be the most ideal thing to do. So, um, yeah, if you are looking at installing coilovers and they don't come because some of them do come with uh, sway bar end links, I think Fortune and then I think BC actually. As I say, I have a, a couple story about that. I had put Fortunatos on my Focus ST mm-hmm. and installed those new end links that come with it. And fantastic. Loved them. Uh, but then I decided I did want to go to air suspension. So I installed my air suspension. And dude, it was so frustrating. I go to air it out for the first time, and it's like the most exciting part of getting air suspension <laughs> yeah, airing out yeah, for the first yeah. time. And it goes, and like all of a sudden the rear kind of sits and the front stays up. I'm like, what the fuck? So I'm like looking, making sure nothing's hitting, and like yeah, the yeah. front would not air out completely. Oh, no. And it looked just like lowered on coilovers. Like it wasn't, like I knew it could go so much more. I'm like, damn, fuck air suspension. I hate this shit. <laughs> this is so stupid. Um, and then I, I got to talking uh, with some people on IG, and one was like, yo, wait, weren't you on coilovers? I was like, yeah. He's like, did you swap out your end links? And uh, I was like, yeah. He's like, dude, put your stock ones back in. I was like, okay, all right. Sure shit, the fucker aired no, right out because they're different lengths. Yeah. Uh, and it, the, the sway bar was hitting, and it wasn't allowed in the car to go any sure. lower. So <laughs> it is important, depending on uh, your your platform, which ones you run. And I, I know I had to get some like rear ones on my Focus because of the bag setup, too. It would just destroy the factory ones, and it wasn't good. So I got I, some rear ones. I need it. to do that on the RX-8 um, going through there, uh, coming to and back from Gatlinburg. I yeah. noticed that they are like bent in half. Yeah. So Get some I don't aftermarket know how much, ones. How much good they're doing yeah. <laughs> in that I aspect? Had, uh, I, my focus, it was really nice. It was happened. like a just a small town local guy that was making them, and uh, he killed it. They were so good, and they were adjustable, nice. which was nice. So it was specific to whatever setup you're running. You could, Hell yeah. and they were perfect. I never had an issue. I put those in, never thought about it again. Sold them with the car on there because oh, I yeah. loved them. 
Uh, so yeah, that's a good point. Uh, another one I think people don't realize is not all coilovers for all platforms will come with camber plates. Yeah, um, be just not because they're cheaping out on you or anything. It's just the way that your vehicle is designed, depending on how your suspension setup is set up. Yeah, and sometimes people do workarounds. Like I think I believe I could be wrong because I haven't done this, so I'm talking a little bit on my ass. But um, with the Mark IV platform, for example, in the fronts, I don't have camber plates or the rear, um, and it's just because of how weird the top hat system is on the Mark IV platform. But I believe there is an aftermarket solution that people make these camber plates that go up there. It should just be. Um, your control arms being adjustable you should have i think that's I, you, you can do it that yeah. way but i think there is an aftermarket camber plate option too and you have to like drill out the that's weird yeah, i feel super, like that wouldn't do, you, do anything though because of the way it's set up no remember on my mark IV, my uh airlift had camber plates and yeah. we had to drill out well <laughs> to mount the new system it's just so weird yeah it's we did so have to weird, do that but I it, those that. did have camber okay. plates built in so it depends i on wonder the I wonder if maybe that's how some people are getting away with fitting the wider wheels because it kicks the strut back. I didn't think about that. You're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely. God damn, mind blown. Yeah. Another thing is too that uh, I think most people at this point know, but some people don't is spring rates are important. And just because oh, you're going to yeah, lower yeah. your car, no, that doesn't mean go buy 100k spring rate <laughs> springs. You're going to fucking be riding on a brick and break your damn spine, dude. That like. It became like trendy to see who could have the highest spring rates, and at a point, whose car could bounce down the it road. Literally, the doesn't even matter. It's so stiff that it's like you're comparing a rock to a brick or <laughs> to concrete. Like it's all the same. Like it's just you don't need that much. Yes, those super crazy static guys. Yeah, they could be right running a metal beam for all that it yeah, mattered. Yeah, yeah. Um, so they need something crazy stiff. Even then, I think that's absolutely ridiculous. I like the setups that can. Like having a stiffer spring rate is fine. Some people need it for static setups. Some people need it for track setups. Yep. Um, a lot of times the manufacturer is just going to provide you with what your car's weight. Yeah, is they do needed. a lot of research so, into that. To yeah, you don't need to like freak out if you're like a, a car enthusiast. You just want to lower your car. You put on coilovers. Don't worry about the spring rate. What it comes with will be fine. Um, if you're going to be like tracking your car and stuff like that, that's where you might want to. You know, start thinking about a little bit, like maybe messaging uh, one of the companies and seeing what they suggest. And they'll help you out. They'll help you yeah. Out. Or maybe someone on the platform that races that platform. Um, or let, if you're going for some crazy static setup, that is another time where you'd probably want to run some stiffer springs. Um, but to the general person, you do not need to worry. Just run the spring rate that's recommended and comes on your coilovers from mm -hmm. the box. Yeah, you'll be good. You'll be good. Because, yeah, you don't want them riding like shit. Like, it's that's the, the worst thing yeah you don't want to get coilovers and it just rides like like it makes your ride worse that that's terrible that's not fun <laughs> dude i remember my uh mark IV gti came on racelands which if you don't know are pretty much like the cheapest of the cheap coilovers mm -hmm. like <laughs> i don't know how much maybe some ebay no-name ones or max peating rods <laughs> there it is yeah, yeah yeah um but i was driving i was like you know this ain't really that bad like oh. holy shit okay until you get to a bumpy road. Like, when you get to the shit road, you realize how shit when they it has ride. To, when it has to, like, oscillate twice yes. in a, like, very short amount of time. Oh, my God. <laughs> my radio flew out of my car. <laughs> shit like that. It was absolutely wild. So, yeah. Don't. I would recommend, too. That's that's another thing is, like, if you're going to get coilovers, don't just go buy the cheapest set you can find or buy some yeah. absolutely clapped ones off Marketplace or something. It's worth saving up a couple extra paychecks or wait until Christmas or something to get some cash. I don't know. Um, so you can get that decent set. Right. Even Just go buy some Tanes, even. 
I mean, honestly, I'm, yeah, they're they're still like affordable brands, like yeah. BC's entry level with the BRs, mm -hmm. uh, Tane. You've had good luck with yep. um, things like that, like those more entry level coilers that are fine and will be. And I know, and I know there will be people that are they will just fucking die on the hill of max peating rods and uh, race lands are totally fine. I've ran them for years. I'm convinced no they don't know any different. That, that's pretty much what it is. And I know we're going to get absolutely roasted in some sort of comments, but that's I don't care. That's the facts. I'm sorry that that's the facts and it hurt your feelings. The nice thing is like I've had both at this point, so I can tell you the difference. It's like <laughs> yeah. gas station sushi and sushi restaurant sushi. Yeah, is gas station sushi in the shape of sushi? Yes. Does it come out the shape of sushi? <laughs> No, I would hope not in either case, but you know, wait, I don't want it coming out. It doesn't. <laughs> anyway, anyway, I think right. it's time for a break. Uh, yeah. So uh, when we come back, we're going to be talking about you buying car parts and some tips uh, because we have one of the biggest automotive sale events happening. Man, that sounded so commercially. I didn't mean for it to. <laughs> I genuinely want to remember. Yeah, I want to give you guys some tips on Black Friday uh, so you guys can save some money getting car parts because I know as like a car enthusiast, it fucking sucks buying. Everything's so damn expensive, I know. dude. We want to um, help you guys save some money. Yeah. So we were on the backside of Black Friday uh, and actually had to work it and know kind of the ins and outs. So I just wanted to tell you what's up and what it looks like from the other end and what you can expect. Uh, because there, it is genuinely a good time to scoop some more expensive stuff uh, because it's cheaper, a lot cheaper. So let's get into that right after the break. Black Friday. Real quick, real quick. Oh, <laughs> Yeah. Sorry, we were talking about SEMA, and I went on my phone during the break here, and I totally forgot the biggest SEMA announcement of like possibly the last decade. Oops, Harbor Freight releasing more purple tools. I didn't even see anything. I don't even know anything about what you're talking about. <laughs> so uh, it was like a couple months ago, Harbor Freight, like they released their Daytona Jacks. Yeah, you know those. I know. Yeah. They release one in this like crazy, like metallic, like dark purple, and the everyone lost their fucking minds. And everyone's like, "I want the whole Harbor Freight like toolbox." So they're like, "Jack, like okay. I want the whole set." And they're like, "Okay, so yeah, they they unveiled." I don't know if it was at SEMA, but like they have like a whole like toolbox now in the same color. You can get a whole bunch of stuff in the matching purple color. That's it looks really, really sick. So that's nice. Um, yeah, just wanted to talk about that for a second. That's pretty cool. Speaking of expensive stuff, yeah, well, not really ex Harbor Freight. Uh, anyways, Black <laughs> Friday is coming watch, up. And watch Harbor Freight pull uh, like a champion move and just become like a super hyped like out of reach <laughs> yeah. tool brand right, right. for no fucking People reason. People wearing Harbor Freight shirts <laughs> for clout. Actually, anyway. that does sound kind of cool. Um, so, Black, Black Friday, Friday. We, we've worked it. We've seen... Oh, yeah, I've worked it deals. One thing, like, I don't know if there's any industry secrets that I'm leaking here. I don't think I am. I'm not trying to, and I don't... <laughs> Anyways, Be I careful. mean, it's just like when brands have deals mm -hmm. they literally don't tell you until they don't fucking know like the day before no they <laughs> working and it's so frustrating as many but, black fridays as we did as like an online yeah marketing company that sold stuff specifically online yeah uh yeah you'll find out really quick that uh, a lot of the brands like they completely forget that black friday exists until they're literally having dinner with yeah. their family on thanksgiving and they're like 
Oh, Wait, we're not promoting it because they see all the Shit. ads from everyone else. And and they like, send out a hey. mass email blast of like 50% off. <laughs> just just get something out there. So, um, yeah, as of right now, we don't know the exact is, but there are some consistent ones that usually happen that right. you can look out for. Uh, like we were talking about airlift. Airlift is known for its like that's the one yep. sale that they usually do a year. Every once in a while, they might do another one, maybe like a tax season or something off the wall, but it's not very often. Mm-hmm. Black Friday is the big one for airlift, yep. uh, and it's usually a decent chunk like you can save like a grand yeah, if a not maybe a little more um off of air suspension so keep an eye out for that but then a lot of wheel brands too some will do 25 percent off so you're essentially getting, getting a one wheel free. for free yeah which is huge mm-hmm. and like i i think some people think oh just black Friday, just a bunch of ads and so like no you can actually get crazy fucking deals like this yeah. is kind of the time for car enthusiasts if there's a big purchase and you're holding out for something now is probably the time uh, a lot of tire companies it's weird they don't usually do sales but they'll do rebates the rebate's a big thing for tires yeah so i know continental is doing a rebate right now and you're that you're gonna see that a lot too since it's november you're gonna sales are, are gonna start they're already here yeah um, they're it's they're Black already Friday. rolling out so it's like i would what do you what would you say i mean do you think deals get better as it goes along now, or is it kind of just like once November hits, like in these pre-Black Friday deals are? Do you think is is that it? Like I, I think I, a lot of the deals are it. out, um, and that will be about it. There might be a few specific ones on mm-hmm. Black Friday, but it's going to be like specific items. Uh, it's not going to be like a whole generalized thing. It'll be like a very yeah. specific, probably limited type deal, and it might yeah, be a crazy was, deal. But here's the thing: the the biggest typically the biggest discounts you're going to see on shit is the stuff that hasn't moved yeah it's the stuff that's been sitting for a long time it's like yeah right it's they're like we want to clear out decals and the stickers and the the random ass inventory that they have acquired that's gonna be like up to 60 percent off stuff you're like oh man i'm gonna wait till the 60 percent off and you're gonna see or a wheel that's some weird fucking size like 19 by 14 negative 300 that set is 60 percent off all the other ones are 10 yeah (laughs) Kind of so, like that, uh, but there are again. There are some good deals, and you can go through Martin Works. Just a message: uh, we're going to have deals, and we can get you the lowest price, lower than anybody else, if you message mm-hmm. us. So make sure to do that. Um, but it, it is a, a great time, and dude, it's chaos for all these companies <laughs> trying is. to make all these ads dude, and stuff, and nuts. graphics and videos, and it it's like the busiest time of the year. Um, and then because there are such good sales, like it's from a warehouse you know like logistics standpoint you can expect this i would order asap rather than waiting because stuff will run out of stock mm-hmm. and you're going to be waiting forever to get your shit yep. um it, it will go out of stock certain things will go out of stock and you might be able to snag that deal still but again you're going to wait who knows maybe six months i think the good news is a lot of companies at this point have good inventory mm-hmm. um so you might luck out but again i wouldn't wait like yeah, i feel like the inventory has recovered a little bit i know there are still a couple brands out there that have been struggling with that but yeah. uh, um for the most part i think the the hit that we saw from like the covid and the manufacturing stuff like that has recovered a little bit yeah um but yeah the the certain sizes and stuff like that are a little harder to get a hold of but uh yeah i as far as like timeline and stuff goes i ex- i expect this year to be like a two month long black friday like sale yeah because they're gonna do the cyber monday christmas it's just gonna it's all gonna roll together (laughs) not too long after that tax season yeah and then there'll be tax tax returns and they're gonna have a whole push for that so it's like it's basically all of winter is just sales yeah so 
which kind of is not necessarily a bad thing because you know when we're working on stuff it's typically in the winter yeah i know like you're gonna see a lot of ads and stuff like that and you're probably gonna think oh it's kind of gimmicky but in reality like these are some of the biggest sales and only sales that companies do uh for the year so it's not that gimmicky i would definitely like if you're thinking of something now's the time i think i've said that like 10 times so definitely do it uh it's car enthusiast christmas essentially for the next three months like buy yourself some christmas presents yeah (laughs) your mom doesn't know what spring rate you need for your coilovers your dad is not aware of what specs you need for your wheels uh (laughs) you bought the wrong size tire they're all stretched (laughs) yeah what the hell i bought you the right size ones they actually fit the wheel we're not that stretch two forty five fifties. Want you to be safe. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, I would I would take a look at your car, think about what you need, and don't sleep on the maintenance items either. Honestly, honestly, honestly that is a huge one too. Even shit. Um, I just I got I got got. Um, you get got got. Well, not yet, got but got I probably will get got. got. So I for the last like ten years have had the same craftsman like 172 piece same toolkit same yeah and it's I'll go get missing her. a couple things but it's like i i use that for everything i use it when i'm in the garage i use it when i go places all that kind of stuff and it's just like the grab it and go kind of thing and yeah. i have like a little uh like toolbox and stuff like a tool chest yep. it would be nice just to have like you know tools there that stay there so they're not you yeah. know traveling all over the place right um home depot i was made aware has HD. like a husky tool kit and it's like a hundred and some pieces and it comes with a shit ton of stuff it's like 99 bucks right now i mean they advertise that it's a real deal like if you were to buy this individually it's like 700 dollars. i don't fucking believe that but yeah. for 99 bucks yo how are you getting more pieces in your tool set than legos for less money for real maggie plastic's cheaper maggie showed I me thought. that they we're going off topic here, and I don't care. Um, they just released this new Lego kit, and it's like Green Gots Hall or uh, Harry Potter stuff. Okay, it's Green Gots Bank, and it has yeah, like a whole oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. thing. And so it was like four hundred and twenty-eight dollars. That's so fucking nuts! <laughs> like what the fuck? So yeah, you are not wrong with that. You are getting more pieces in your toolboxes. Can't for afford less. to build my car. Can't afford to build Legos at this point. What what is this world? What can to? I afford? Nothing. Maybe food. Every now and then. Some cheap food. <laughs> Got to be careful. You don't want to eat too much food. You go bankrupt. Why? Oh. Yeah. I thought you were going to say I get big. No, no, no. I don't worry about that. <laughs> 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 no, but uh, no, there is some good stuff out there. Maintenance things are huge. Tools, honestly, I've been trying to just acquire a good tool selection because it is nice to have the right nice tools to have. when you're working on a fucking car. Oh, it my God. When it there's nothing better, it's like I have the specific you tool for that and you can fix it and it works and you just saved yourself three hours of fucking headache literally the time savings to... is nuts oh and that's why God. it's so frustrating to work on cars at alex's <laughs> yeah not joking you he has 10 tools total yeah and half of them, of them are screwdrivers yeah. <laughs> and the four out of the five are flatheads it's like anytime i know we're working on a car i literally load every tool that i have into my car because i know i'm just yeah, dude, dude has no tool and that it just is the worst because then like you get to a point it's like okay we can't get by with just what we have we need to go buy this tool yeah. we have to so now you're taking dude like an hour of your time to 
pack up some of this stuff, go grab your wall, get in the car, drive over there, go to the first place. Oh, they don't have it. You have to go to the next place, go to the next place. I don't know and- how that dude has managed to live the absolute furthest from any fucking parts store. <laughs> I have three in like a two same. block vicinity. I, same. Yeah, I have O'Reilly's AutoZone in advance, literally within five minutes. Yeah. Under it, five it, minutes. And it is a 20 minute trip. Oh, I go. Yeah. The store from it. One way. It's not like he's like on the middle of fucking nowhere. So I, to make a long story <laughs> short, buy tools. If you tools, don't have them, it'll make your life so much easier. And like doing maintenance or installing aftermarket parts, mm. man, it is nice. Like you're saying, just to get the fucking. <sighs> anyway, I feel like we're getting old. We are. Yeah. We're kind of complaining and bitching. Just grumpy. Complaining <laughs> about the weather. Go to the store. Talking about how you can get good deals on things. <laughs> wasting time. Food's too expensive. Yeah. Anyone that's listening and made it this far, you are a true OG. I appreciate you. Like, I feel like you're sitting right there just hanging out with yeah. us. This is tr- like a true just garage hang today. We've just yeah. been you know, chilling. We don't have Alex here and it kind of just went off the rails a little bit. You know, we're just talking anything and everything. But, uh, I know you, there's some people listening. I know. And I appreciate you. All right. Okay. You want to talk about anything and everything? Yeah, fuck it. I mean, you get yeah, one time left, huh? Fast food restaurant one for the rest food. of your life. You can get anything that's on the menu there. Oh, it's not free, though. You you still need to pay whatever prices it is. But it's the only one I can choose. It's the only one you can go to breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Mm. You can't even eat anything else. It's only this fast food restaurant every fast day of your life. Fast food specifically. Yeah, and I know that gets in a gray area because sometimes you're like, is this? Cons-? We can discuss it. I think if it has a drive through it's considered fast food. <laughs> okay. I'm saying a drive through window, not, not like I, no, no, curbside no, pickup. Yeah. No, 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 no. Oh, shit. Okay. Um, Fuck. Dude, it's hard as hell. And you don't want to say the wrong thing because people will eat I'm, Yeah, I know. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to think because it's like I'm trying to like pick out something that has like a good variety of stuff. There's only a couple places that, that do it. There really is. Fuck. I probably mcdonald's i knew you were gonna say they it, the, the breakfast, breakfast the breakfast sells honestly honestly though hardy's no it's a it they're good the second rest of my, your life i know it's i don't ugh. i don't really fuck with hardy's i, I really fuck with, with hardy's because like it was the only other fast food place in my town growing up yeah um so it was a nice change up for mcdonald's and it seemed better um hardy's breakfast got some good items on it but i think overall variety and just maybe yeah, mcdonald's kills the variety taco bell not bad either but ugh. see the problem with taco bell, i i like taco bell even taco john's but the problem with like don't get me wrong i love that style of food like mexican food i, I know that's like american mexican anyways um i love that style of food but it is all just the same thing just yes. like wrap different differently. <laughs> formations yeah like <laughs> different so shape. i think it would get old so would you fast. like would you like taco? Would you like taco rolled up? Would you like taco flat and grilled? Would you like taco disassembled over chips? Would you like yeah, taco? <laughs> you know, that's all it is, dude. So we get old. Like if you look at Taco Bell's menu, you realize it's the same three items over and over and over and over and over and over. It's like it yeah, literally it's a, is. It's a lot, but it's all the same. No, you're 100 right. I I think the only obvious choice would be McDonald's. I hate yeah. to be that guy, but I mean. If I'm not wanting to get sick of something really fast, it's probably that. See, and it, it is related to an automotive podcast because it has a drive through. So right. you have to take, so I can take my car through it. And Taco Bell drive throughs suck. McDonald's ones are usually usually sitting pretty good. So I would choose this 
five star Michelin star restaurant that I've seen in New York. That's not fast food. That's not. <laughs> you you saw it one time in New York. I've never been to New York. <laughs> I was just kidding. I've never even been to a Michelin star, star restaurant. I don't think there don't is think. five star. I think it only goes with three. I fine. I'll pick Joe's Crab Shack. <laughs> you know what? Fine. I'll take Joe's Crab Shack. Yo, so if that counts, I'll take it. Uh, tomorrow, Fortnite's dropping the original minute. <laughs> yeah, they are. Kind of fucking crazy. Uh, are we playing or what? Oh, uh, I'm dropping. Right, where are we dropping? Greasy Grove. Dude, uh, there's this house that we used to land at because it was away from all the major cities. Uh-huh. So we wouldn't get nuked the second yeah. that we land because that is the most frustrating thing to land, not <laughs> grab a gun, and then someone just kills you <laughs> next to spending 30 minutes looting and then getting killed. Instantly so it was, like a, it was like a happy in between. Yeah, it's just this one house. I can do. I, we knew where all the chests were immediately. So it was like, mm-hmm. you land here at this corner of the house. I'm going to land at this. Was it the one? <sighs> no, I don't. I don't think. Was there like a like a storm cellar on one half? No, you could go underneath. Okay, we would always drop it that one. See, but that's the beautiful thing about. It. And I'm just so excited to find that house <laughs> again and just loot it. I, I hope it's that way. And I also like uh, dropping at the original farm. Oh, so, yeah, 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 big news. Really excited. Uh, you can drive cars in Fortnite, so it is related to the automotive yep. podcast. Yes, uh, don't forget about that. Uh, <laughs> yeah, what we else? Just talk about anything. No, we're not just talking about anything and everything. All right, sushi and steak. You got to give one up for the rest of your life. Steak. That was so fast. Not a huge steak guy. Oh, really? Like, of certain ones, I like, I really, I don't. I, I probably would give up steak, the, too, honestly. The, like, the gristly texture that you get, like, oh. the, the, the fatty stuff. Oh, like I, yeah. I can't fuck with that. Like, that's why I like choose, like, usually chicken and stuff over steak. Really? Majority of the time. Just and unless it's like a super lean steak, and I know it's like, oh, all the flavor goes with it. It's fucking gross. I'm okay, sorry. All right, bringing it back a little bit here. Sorry, we're getting them. Yeah, you need Euro, it. JDM, and domestic cars. Okay, you gotta start axing them. What's the first one to go? All of them are deleted. They are gone forever. Euro, JDM, or domestic? Yep, domestic. Then what? I like how the first one's ridiculous. <laughs> and then the second one's like, all right, wait I don't know, prove me wrong. <laughs> I, I, personally, I'd probably have to say you're, I, I just, oh! I love the JDM cars. I'm sorry. You're just a fan boy, dude. What you about, just watch I know. Fast and Furious. That's the only know, reason you said that. I don't even know about cars. I just know that there's R34 Skyline I want, GTR. I want a Fast and Furious all in Europe with new actors that are, extremely like british <laughs> like heavy whip- accent like just whipping like 1.8 golf yes <laughs> yeah just like, all fucking like volvos volkswagens yeah. some all off the wall yeah. shit and they're like super like tuner guys but it's just all euro mini coopers like, we can't mod it this way because of the tuv it's not gonna make inspection <laughs> and stuff like that like i want to see yeah. that man we gotta get these cops are cranking down on how wide my tires are <laughs> The tea and the crumpets. Oh, my God. On the Autobahn? Yeah, dude. A huge, huge how, thing how where they're stealing the tea off the Autobahn. <laughs> how the fuck you have a like a area that is so restrictive on like, you know, I don't think how far Germany are related at all. I'm going to get flamed. Yeah, I know. Anyways, like how you have a place that's so restrictive on like how far your tire can can or cannot stick outside. Of okay. your wheel, but then you can go like two hundred miles I can an hour. Answer it. Why? Because they're so strict on what your car can have. They know that they're all okay to go that. Fast. Okay, that's fair. That's <laughs> fair. <laughs> yeah, because you you fucking put 
a hundred mile an hour speed limit over here at some places, you know damn well there are Altimas crumbling to pieces. Well, they do it the regardless. I I understand. But yeah, but now you're illegally allowing. Yeah, them now to you're you're enforcing. Like there's it. no chance of. Did you know it's actually like I'm trying to think. There's some fact that goes. Anyways, it's really expensive to get your driver's license in Europe. Really? Like it's it's not an easy process Weird. if I remember correctly. I keep getting you can drink before you can get your driver's license. That's wild. <laughs> yeah. Um, I keep getting hit with like TikToks from like driving instructors over there and teaching them how to drive manual. Well, yeah, because they're like all the cars are manual. So yeah. I think they have to do their test in a manual car too, if I remember correctly. Yeah. So they're like training or like taking their tests and it's like they got like the camera in there and she just like uploads like all the fuck ups and stuff. And it's like they they, they yeah. I kinda wish like I don't know, maybe it's not needed, but like what if the DMV had a car okay. that you had to do your driving test in and it was manual. And like that's how you get your your like you can drive automatic afterwards, but you have yeah. to pass it. Does it does it truly make you a better driver if you can drive manual? I don't I think I'd like to think so just because I, I think but yeah, I really because, don't think like, it I feel does. like you're more focused. You're more involved. Yeah, I, I think that just comes down to the, the I don't know. Though. Yeah, you get so used to manual that like when I drive the jet, I still have a manual car. I'm sick of the automatic jokes. All right, I do deserve it because I talk so much shit about automatics. That I bought it's one. The only so reason he's I deserve it, but I, st- <laughs> I only drive six cylinders, by the way. Um, Sorry. Like I don't even. I, th- I was thinking about this the other day. It was like one of those random like, in the car alone thoughts. I was like, <laughs> you okay? I've driven manual since I was like 16 years old. So now like, I just don't even you don't comprehend what it. I'm yeah. doing. It. It's just driving. No, I don't drive my manual car any different than my automatic car. Right. Yeah. I literally you don't get, even you think get about into it. the gear and you just go like it's yeah. just the like only time other. you'd be thinking about it is like if you're beating on the car and like you're shifting rolling through the gears and you're really like slamming maybe downshift mm-hmm. a rev match and stuff like that yeah but like daily driving like it's just I don't think it might get so pissed off because like when we're like doing a road trip and I, we're in the Supra and every single time like we hit traffic or something I'm like good thing I don't got a manual in my right she's <laughs> like shut the fuck up it's such a dumb thing to if say. If it helps you cope. Yeah, exactly. Uh, no, and I've thought about that, and it's like, I don't. I feel like being an adult. I m- might have to get rid of the Supra soon to just afford life. It's expensive, mm-hmm. and I really don't want to do that at all. But it just might happen. So down the road, let's say I, I've been thinking worst case scenario, I do get rid of it. Yeah, I think I would like to pick another one up, but I'd get a manual. You think so? Yeah, just down the road. Weren't so like, I know the automatic in here is good. Yeah, it's fun. Yeah, you'd still choose a manual over it. That's the thing is the automatic is so good that I'm perfectly content with keeping the car, mm-hmm. and I wouldn't go just trade it in to get a manual. Right. Like I'm not that fucking upset yeah, yeah, about yeah. it. I don't care. I think it's phenomenal, and I love. It's a different driving experience. It's really mm-hmm. fun. I'm not just saying that to cope. Right. It truly is like neat uh, to do the paddle shifters like flat foot just ah, bah, bah, bah. <laughs> like it is just a surreal feeling yeah, yeah. um i'm just saying if i got rid of the car and i had to maybe just whip the jetta for a couple mm-hmm. years while i stack the bank account a little bit and then getting back in i wouldn't specifically go for an automatic okay. again yeah i would want the manual super sure. okay if i had that option so you'd still I wouldn't get rid of the car to get the manual. right but if you if were I had the empty-handed yes. looking to get something you'd still prefer the manual one. yes 100 okay. percent. if i would have had the choice when i got <laughs> you would have got yeah I no, gotten I, know, I, know, I know i know so it was a a little bit of a knife to the heart type deal but i i do love the, it would be the only like car that i would ever like rebuy 
Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, damn, every car I've ever owned, I've just wanted to experience the next platform, which I, I'm still that way too. I It would be tough to go get a manual super because it'd be like, well, I could get this or maybe there's like a G80 that's like 90,000 miles that I can get into. <laughs> that's what I'm hoping because then maybe it'd shoot, be. Shoot for like 50, 60. <sighs> I feel like they're still going to be so fucking expensive, dude. <laughs> So expensive. Uh, but yeah, anyway, they do depreciate quite a bit. So it would be tough. I'm not saying like 100% that's what I would do. But if I yeah, were to get a super... Because, I, I, dude, I love the platform. I think the only thing I'd change about mine is just the transmission if I had that option. But I, I do really enjoy it. Like, I don't think about it while I'm driving it. Like, every single time I'm driving, I'm like, oh, this was manual. Yeah. No, I don't really give a fuck, to be honest <laughs> with you. Like, it's super fun. But yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway, it kind of went off on a tangent there. Oh, good. How many uh, sets of wheels do you have right now? Right now, including stocks, like on car and it can, off? yes, on and off. Because I'm a, well, you're thinking I'm a thing too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I see quite a bit hanging on here. I would say so. I got. Ow. I'm just gonna say off the car. I've slimmed down quite a bit. I have the stocks from the RX8 yet. I have um, two sets of drift spares. So yeah, that's really about it. So probably like three sets total. I have six. That's fucking crazy. <laughs> yeah, I need to get rid of some. I'm trying to sell these fucking trebles and no one will buy them. Yeah, if anyone's looking for uh, some five, they're five, five by, by one hundred. Right? Yeah, Dude, some FRS kid wants a. I know. Those they're ceramic coated. They're brand new. Brand new. Brand new tires. Like tires. <laughs> tires are kind of ass on. I'm not gonna lie. They're yeah. just cheapo tires. Yeah. But uh, yeah, uh, I need to get rid of some. Um, just keep acquiring wheels, which isn't a bad problem to have, I guess. I really like them, other than they take up a lot of space. Uh, <laughs> luckily, it was able to... We gave the, the stock wheels from the Civic with the Civic when we sold it. Uh, because That's good. Didn't yeah, I say, I probably have more... Not necessarily a bad thing, more tires sitting in my garage than... than As a drifter, I'd sure hope so. Oh, damn, hope so. Yeah, I got a whole bunch of Nexons chilling in there, ready to go for when the car actually like wants tires. to behave. I've really just became a tire guy i like them it's fun testing new ones and seeing how they feel different or if they don't feel different sometimes you get cheap ones and you're like these are kind of a good deal like i like these (laughs) i see some money on these but then sometimes it's really funny too when you have really cheap ass terrible tires and you're like holy fuck these suck yeah that's kind of fun too because then you know and you can say different it just got so interesting to me one day Mm -hmm. just one day i woke up and i was like tire technology the rubber compound the software the tread pattern with the sipes and the water dispersing. <laughs> Those are things. Those were words. Those were tire ac- things. Not You're going to say acronyms and they're not. No, they're not acronyms. All right. What What do you want to end this podcast with? I want you to give one piece of automotive advice. One piece of automotive advice. To everyone listening right now. And this needs to be the golden nugget of the podcast. They need to listen and get to this point and be like, damn, I'm so happy I listened to the whole podcast because I heard Jill say shit come on a, um <laughs> don't underestimate the power of a good daily driver yeah that is beautiful oh my god dude having having this car here to just get me where i need to go just the workhorse it, because all my life i i i went the the route of just getting the cheap beater fucking cars and dude i tell you what i i got stranded places more often than i should have and like because something would break the car would break down the car would blow up um and shit like that and it's like 
spending fifteen hundred to you know three thousand dollars on a fucking beater car because that's what they are nowadays. The the days of five hundred dollar beater cars not existent. Um, yeah, th- that's long. That's been long gone. for that to like last a year and then have to put like parts and stuff into it. It's like sure, I might be spending a little more money just you know paying on this thing, but knowing that it's just gonna do what I need it to do and I can modify a little bit. Good dailies invest in a good daily. Yeah, like you are. I'm working on it. Mine You're was doing great. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, man. It, it's it's a lot. <laughs> just like a, it's a rabbit hole dude it's such a yeah. big rabbit hole there's a million things i still want to do and it's just like everything gets more expensive than the last so yeah good daily driver that, that's a phenomenal tip well thank you guys for hanging out with us spending the garage days with us and uh, appreciate you listening to the martini works podcast make sure to check out the website support us drop a comment on your favorite sandwich and uh, we'll talk to you later <laughs>